Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right now, we, we actually want to stick with the tax issue and and talk with Andrew Latimer, our good friend from CLA, and... You know, talk about what's going on, and I don't know if this is, you know, there's other things to think about or the impact of the, the state income tax cuts. Andrew, how's your summer going? Not too bad. How about yourself? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, I can't, I can't complain. I really, really can't. Um, although, you know, obviously, um, I don't love 90s and humid, but I, I'll take it over. I, I don't know about you. The older I get, the more I'm okay with heat over cold, but. Um, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess that's why so many people end up in Florida. Uh, listen, uh, new tax laws, uh, you know, what are we looking at here? What what should people be thinking about? So it, it's uh, some new tax laws are going to come into effect uh, for 2024. So nothing really that, not a whole lot that affects uh, this current year, although there is a couple things. But, you know, one of the things that I, you see from the legislation, a lot of, you know, some changes to the personal uh, income tax rates. So, you know, they've lowered that 5% bracket down to four and a half, and they've taken the 3% bracket to 2.5%. So, you know, you're, I think people are going to see a little bit, a uh, little bit more cash in their pocket come 2024, as the tax rates are going to go down, uh, you know, good, a good amount. Um, you know, the other thing that I've seen with some companies and 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 there's going to be a 10 percent corporate business surcharge that was extended through 2025. So some of the corporations in in Connecticut uh, still will have this 10 percent corporate surcharge. Uh, so and so so that's something that's affecting the corporate. But, you know, something that's going to actually affect us this year, uh, if you are eligible for their earned income tax credit. Um, in Connecticut, they're actually what it, what it used to be is you'd get 30.5% of the earned income tax credit that you got for federal you'd get in Connecticut, but they've actually increased this to 40%. So for those people that are eligible for the earned income tax credit, it, it is uh, something that is going to be beneficial to them uh, for 2023. Uh, a couple quick things on, on that. What, the corporate tax stuff, that, that surcharge, I mean, we talked a ton. We talked yesterday with the Hartford Business Journal about it. We talked a ton about, you know, the CNBC Best States for Business report. I mean, does does anyone at the state level, like, I don't even know if you can answer this, you know, weigh the cost benefit of those kinds of things as it relates to, you know, trying to attract businesses or keep them in the state? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, it definitely comes into it. I mean, in the past, what we've seen is that, you know, people are thinking that Connecticut is a, is a high tax state. I mean, to be honest with you, I don't think it's really one of the the bigger ones. I think some of the things that you've seen through some of the studies that have gone on is it's some of it is really the, the cost of doing business, whether it be insurance or utilities or something like that. But I don't, the, you know, the, the tax, I, I, I don't have any clients that I've dealt with that have thought about moving out of Connecticut because of, of the taxes. And, and so from that standpoint, I think, you know, some of these, and, and also some of these surcharges are, are really hitting the really, really big companies 
um, you know, versus, you know, the middle market companies and the small mom and pops. We're talking with Andrew Latimer from CLA here on Brian and Company, WTIC News Talk 1080. You know, the tax cuts, they tried to make it political, but it wasn't really that political because, you know, both parties were behind it. So I'm just curious, as you sort of assess the fiscal situation of the state and how much they cut, I've seen a study out even just this week that basically said that a lot of states that cut taxes cut it too much and are looking at deficits down the road where Connecticut isn't. Do you think that they, it was sort of prudent or they could have done more? No, I think what they did was was appropriate, and I thought it was a good balance. You know, some of the things that I did see, you know, you talked about bringing companies into Connecticut. Um, you know, they, they definitely are, are trying to put in some more credits, you know, for human capital and fixed capital, you know, to get people to, you know, be – headquartered in Connecticut and giving them, you know, some more credits towards their corporate tax, which can go against, you know, all of the corporate taxes. You know, the, Connecticut was probably one of the first companies that put in the pass-through entity tax back in 2018. And What is that? Can and, you explain it to me? And yeah. Other, because I'm always getting so confused by it. Sure. So if you had uh, a partnership or an S corporation in Connecticut. And, and actually, if we take a step back, right, if you remember back in 2018, they eliminated, or I shouldn't say they eliminated, but they capped uh, taxes for an individual on, as an itemized deduction, they capped them at $10,000. And so, you know, Connecticut said, well, hold on here. If we make these pass-through entity tax, which are partnerships and S corporations, if we actually allow them to pay the tax at the entity level, um, then, you know, that individual kind of is getting, getting the uh, deduction for the tax. And, and so they were kind of on the, you know, they were one of the first states to do it. And, and, and now a lot of states are actually following suit. So you know, I still I don't understand. I still don't understand sure. it though. So if it, what's an S corp, like what is, what is, what sure. Is an so, so an S corp and a partnership are business entities where the income flows out to the shareholders or partners. Okay. So, if you think about, let's let's take IBM just as an example, right? You are a shareholder. The company pays the tax, but you, as a shareholder, only pay tax to the extent you get a dividend, right? So. Let's take a partnership. Let's say that you and I form a partnership, and let's just say that you and I buy a piece of property, we collect rent, and we have expenses, right? Yeah, so yeah. we collect rent of $100, and we have expenses of 20 So we have $80 of income. Right. Well, that income gets taxed, and let's say you and I are 50-50. That income gets taxed 40% for you, Brian, and 40% for me on my individual tax return. Okay. Right. And then we pay tax to Connecticut. So let's just say we pay tax to Connecticut and that on that forty thousand dollars, let's just say the tax rate is seven percent. So you and I are going to pay twenty eight hundred dollars to Connecticut for those taxes. Return, look at our income taxes and and property taxes and car taxes, and we add them all up, and we come up with $50,000 of, of taxes that we pay between property taxes, income taxes, car taxes. Well, the way the IRS says is, hey, you know what? You're only limited to 10. 
So if you think about it, we're not getting the benefit to paying that $2,800 of tax on the income we received. So what does the law change because, do? So the, what the law change did was it actually said that $2,800, or if you think about it in our case, it would be $5,600, is going to be paid by the partnership. So our partnership is going to pay that $5,600, take a deduction. So now what's going to end up happening is instead of having $80,000 of income, we're going to have, you know, what is it, seventy, seventy-four, six hundred. Seventy-four thousand six hundred, because we're going to get the deduction for that fifty-six or seventy-four, uh, seventy-four four hundred, right? And so now, what happens is you and I are going to be taxed on half of that, so approximately, um, you know, approximately, you know, thirty-seven thousand dollars instead of the forty thousand dollars. So it actually helps us to save federal taxes. Got it. Okay. All right. I think I get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the summertime, you guys, I mean, you're just chilling, you know, like getting ready for the, the prime time. I mean, is this a real uh, opportunity for you to take some time before the craziness or is it still pretty busy in the summer? Yeah, it's still pretty busy in the summer. We're trying to get uh, some things done that were put on extension. Uh, you know, there's still a lot of stuff that's going on with their uh, employee retention tax credit, and there's actually a lot of things going on with the research and development credit that we are working with companies on to make sure that we're taking advantage of of those rules too, um, as those you know those rules are still going on. So there's there's plenty to do in the summer, Brian. Yeah, always is. All right, Andrew, thanks for the yeah. time. We appreciate it, Bob. No problem. Thanks, Brian. Uh, Andrew Latimer Bye. from CLA.